It's another Sunday night watching the superstars fight. You know it's what we love to do. Talking about NXT or WWE. And we can't forget about AEW. Viewers' choice on the North-South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North-South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North-South Connection. North-South Connection Podcast. Listening audience, welcome back once again to another rousing edition of Viewer's Choice. Uh, I am Tim. I'm joined alongside by the co-host of the well-respected WWE War Podcast here on the No-So. Marcus, Marcus, how are you post-Elimination Chamber? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, There's... There's nothing better than professional wrestling done at its best. Um, so I'm at a, I'm a, on a high right now, man. Um, I love wrestling. Uh, it gives me life, gives me energy. And, uh, you know, regardless of the outcome, I'm happy that there was something that could bring everybody together and uh, keep us all captivated and glued uh, to the screens. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I I was taking on an emotional ride today. I've been taking on an emotional ride the last 24 hours. I've questioned uh, my very the the fibers of my very being uh, when it comes to my my feelings towards the WWE and its WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Um. But we will get into grand detail with that, I'm certain, uh, within the next 30 to 45 minutes here. Uh, But if it is your first time listening to Viewer's Choice, or your first time in a long time, Marcus and I tell you what's must-watch and what's must-skip, and who the MVP of tonight's festivities were in the Bell Center in beautiful Montreal, Canada. Uh, Montreal, Quebec, Canada, to be specific um our very own uh aaron george of uh russ uh what is the name of the effing show wrestler that was wrestler that was the year that was the that podcast that i literally help with for drafts and i'm just having a brain cramp no holds barred there it is that's the one i said i just plucked i didn't hear you i'm so i'm so in my own jammy um I, i had some mountain dew voltage today Oh, Mountain Dew Voltage, brother. You gotta get on that. <laughs> Mountain Dew Pitch Black, yeah. I mean, yes, but also Mountain Dew Voltage? That's another Marcus ass flavor. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out there and say it. I uh, think so, man. I got I got one flavor. It's this one right here. Yeah. Please do yourself a favor. Maybe just try one. Why are y'all trying to give me diabetes? Get me to try all these Mountain Dew flavors. I'm not trying to give you diabetes. I'm going to give you diabetes <laughs> because we are going to be footless together. It's our. It's my goal in life for us to just be two old men in wheelchairs. Left foot pitch black, right foot voltage. That's right. Well, mine's going to be left foot code red, right foot voltage. Uh, but in either event... um. Tons of things took place in a very compact, chewable uh, five-match card Mm -hmm. uh, for Elimination Chamber. Do you happen to have that card pulled up? I sure do. I will run through it spoiler-free. Yeah, as you said, remember, uh, 
must watch, must skip, just because we give something uh, a must skip does not make it a bad match necessarily. We're just trying to save you a little bit of time. So, uh, spoiler free edition of the card we have uh, opening up Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia, Carmella, and Asuka competing in the Elimination Chamber. Uh, the winner getting to challenge Bianca Belair at WrestleMania 39 for the Raw Women's Championship. We have Barack Lesnar taking on Big Bobby Lashley. Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley in a mixed tag team match. Uh, the Men's Elimination Chamber match for the WWE United States Championship featuring Austin Theory, uh, the reigning uh, United States Champion coming into this match. Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Montez Ford. And in the main event of the evening, the one that we all uh, all are here to see and talk about. It is Roman Reigns, the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion, taking on the hometown hero, Montreal's own, Sam Zayn. Mm. I thought I was going to be ready to talk about it already, but I'm not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> all right, well, we got lots of stuff to uh, talk about on this card because this was, uh, I think, going into it, I definitely looked at it as a one-match card, but... Uh, which is, I guess, a compliment to the main event, considering that on a show called Elimination Chamber with two Elimination Chamber matches, um, I still considered it to be a one-match card with Sammy and uh, Roman Reigns. But um, while you still process your feelings before we talk about I, the main event, I have I have a bigger feeling overall okay. that that I think might could spawn conversation between the two of us. I think this might be a first time in VC history. First time in Big Brother history? That's right. Um, I will allow for you the chance to retort and like try to disprove, or not try to disprove, but uh, say if I'm too on it. Okay. I think the entire Elimination Chamber premium live event from start to finish is must watch. I don't think to quote Ric Flair, there is not a gelding in the bunch. I think that even the stuff that maybe doesn't hit as well is fun. Meaning Brock and Bobby like Brock and Bob Bobby is is harmless fun with a, mm -hmm. a kind of weird ending. Not weird ending, but obviously we're 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 paving the road to WrestleMania going Hollywood. But I thought the women's elimination chamber was solid. I thought the men's chamber was fantastic. I thought that the mixed tag match was fantastic. And I thought the main event, aside from personal preference, was fantastic. All right. So here's where we're going to get to our spoiler section. Um, so we'll start talking about match results here. Um, I'm going to say that you could go ahead and skip the women's elimination chamber match. I was not impressed. I was not moved. Uh, I was rarely entertained. I thought it was... Uh, I would say it met expectations, did not exceed, um, did not disappoint. But uh, for my personal taste, if 
Um, if what you enjoy in an elimination chamber is punishment, destruction, damage, urgency, carnage, I didn't feel like this one uh, really played to that. Uh, it felt like, and even commentary reflected this, it felt like a dance. It felt like a recess game. Um, they even mentioned, oh, who's going to come in and join the dance? And commentary's laughing and chuckling uh, during the elimination chamber. There was a lot of good moves. There was a lot of good sequences. Uh, a couple times the chamber was used uh, for punishment. I just didn't think... I thought you could have taken away the elimination chamber from this match and it would still be the same match. I did not think that this match was dependent on using the elimination chamber. This could have, they would have had the same exact match if it was a, a six person elimination match or a, a, you know, a six pack challenge, whatever. Um, I didn't think the elimination chamber really was the structure itself. Um, I did not think it was a star of the match. Right. Not to say they didn't incorporate some spots. Right. But I just didn't think that uh, – didn't, it didn't feel like an elimination chamber match to me. That's all. I mean, I understand, like, your your cup of tea. I personally – like, I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I will I will refuse to do that. Um but if you're looking for the same level of carnage that you would have gotten in years prior, you're never going to get that again. Oh, I'm not expecting the women um, to to run the razor uh, necessarily. But you're not even going to get that from the men either. Like, you're not. But I, I can say I thought the men's elimination chamber match gave a great blend of carnage, destruction, using the chamber as a weapon, being creative with it, but also inflicting damage upon each other. Not just to get into cool spots. Right. But so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make a point or make like make the point for the elimination chamber because I don't I don't believe so wholeheartedly that I'm going to like wax eloquently on it. But I feel that the two elimination chamber matches were different. Yes, they were. Which is what you want. You don't want same, same. And I don't think that the women's match take away Liv Morgan. Uh, I think that the women's elimination chamber was was fun. I think that it was most fun when Nikki Cross was in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the catalyst for that carnage and destruction that you mentioned. Um with the with the the Lexan plexiglass spot with Raquel, the dive off the top of the cage, or off the top of the pod, um, but the the women's chamber was very much a a war of attrition where it was people picking their spots, and more it was more espionage and and sneaky sneaky. Of mm-hmm. just not knowing from which direction something is going to happen. I agree. And when it boiled down to it only being two, that espionage goes away. 
And that's why we get a, a quick finish in the final two. I agree. Whereas the the men's elimination chamber, we don't get in a single elimination until all six guys are in the ma- in the match. The way it should be. <laughs> um. Yes. I mean. Yes and no. I don't think that there should be an instituted rule that states all six people need to be in the match, and then it becomes the match beyond. Like that's for war games. Leave that for that. Uh especially now that war games exists in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to talk about urgency, having the ability to eliminate anybody at any time makes sense. It gives somebody, it gives that variability just like with the Royal rumble. Anybody can be eliminated at any time. Um, now comparing the men's and women's uh, elimination chambers is completely unfair. Because the men's chamber is literally like two times as good. Uh, we'll talk about it now. Uh, yeah. now. We got that one out of the way. Um, I've seen an, uh, a lot of people on Twitter and people in our circle, shout out to Ro, uh, calling this the greatest elimination chamber match of all time. Um, I'm not willing to go that far. I will say that this was really, really, really good. And I mean, I say is, it's in my fave five. <laughs> it might be in my fave five, man. Uh, it might be in my fave five. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to draw a distinction of like when did the chamber kind of change? When they kind of made it look like a toy uh, back in like 2018, I think 2017. When they took when they changed the floor to padding. Right. This is the best one of those by a mile. I mean, but that's also not. That's well, they not do a very two big... every year, so they have like ten of them. Right, but. Also, you've got mm. the first one was really good with like uh, the, the SmackDown one. That's Which, where Bray Wyatt won the title. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. But um, back to this match. This one, this one rocked. Um, lots of different styles. A little bit of something for everybody in this one. Um, kind of got Austin Theory. Playing a little bit of chicken, but also like picking his spots, but also like when he is picking his spots, he's being super aggressive. Um, Seth Rollins is your your anchor. Uh, I thought he had excellent aggression throughout the whole match, too. Um, John Gargano is your. I don't know, something. Um, Bronson Reed is your typical monster. Damian Priest is your tall man. Uh, and when the big man is out, he also becomes your de facto big man. Um, somebody you have to kind of two V one and, uh, and Montez Ford, man, he, whew. Um, so there's always been buzz about Montez Ford, um, him being a main event player, yada, yada. Um, not that I didn't believe it, but once I saw it, I was like, oh, Yes, definitely. I I would like some of that, please. Um, I want. I hope they keep the street profits together. Um, I know it's a bit of a weird spot to put um, Angelo Dawkins in. Uh, I hope they don't split. I don't think anybody wants to see them split. Um, but Montez Ford talk about a coming out party. This uh, this was a coming out party for him on this night. Yeah, I, I absolutely believe this was the coming out party for Montez Ford. 
the amazing, you know, the, the gear itself uh, for Montez, um, a big statement. Um, but I think it's a twofold coming out party. I think that it's a coming out party for Montez Ford, but also Damian Priest. Um, I know I've been very hot and cold on the uh, Archer of the Infamy. Infirmary. Yes. Um, but he really showed out in this matchup. Um, I thought that he played very well against all of the characters in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there was a single like. I think that this was a well placed, well put together like match for six competitors for the United States title. Nobody felt out of place. Nope. Uh, and everybody. Everybody worked extremely well together. This is something they can all hang their hats on as being solid and is something that you can easily see like moving forward for future mid card WWE United States championship matches with any combination of the six. Now I want Seth Rollins removed from this grouping far and fast. um, And we will thanks to, Logan Paul, but as far as the other five, give me any mixture of these five and I'm, I'm tickled pink, you know? Yeah. We do have some new characters, um, at least to the, the, the main product, if you will, like Gargano and, um, uh, big man, Bronson Reed. Yep. But it's also, Guys that have been established on TV for the last couple of years, like Priest, Austin Theory, and Montez Ford. But look at the variety in that match, man. Like we got a tag guy who's never had a big, big time singles opportunity um, outside of the match with Roman and Montez Ford. Um, Damian Priest, we know he can get it done on his own, but he's been with Judgment Day, right? So like it's cool to see him hold his own in there. Um, and Bronson Reed, like. I think he's got the goods. Um, I think this is where I hate to say it, but like a little bit of sports entertainment would be really good on him. If they gave him a little bit more of like a complete image of like, this is what he is. But once he got in there and he actually had people to bump around and sell for him and be able to like scoop two guys up and do a move like he won that crowd over very quickly uh, with what he was doing. And right. if they can continue to do that and, like, give him some more enhancement matches on Raw where he's squashing, like, two dudes or three dudes, like, keep heating this dude up. I don't need that. And let him cook and see what happens. I'm not saying you got to push him to the top or anything like that, but, like, people like seeing this dude do big dude stuff and throw people around. Like, yeah, give him, I don't... Give, him some, give him a little something extra. I don't know if I want him to be Ryback. I don't think he has to be Ryback, but but it's that's the Ryback formula. That's the Ryback mm-hmm. formula. That's the the Braun Braun Strowman formula of just oh you're a big guy, so you got to take on multiple people at the same time to be believable. Like no, like well the problem is I don't believe him when he's in there one on one with anybody. I mean I do if he just keeps tsunamiing folks. Well that's the problem is that he it's. I don't believe that he's going to lose. That's and then fine. he does. And I'm like, oh, this is fake. 
<laughs> There's no way that dude is losing. But if you put him against two people, he's going to win. I I believe that he should win. Right. So, so the, then the story is just let him beat one person. What if he just beats everybody and wins all the belts? Nah. It was very good to see that it took the 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 gang mentality. That was perfect to yeah. get him out. Mm-hmm. With Montez being the guy to pick the bones and 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 get the pin, same with this other the other elimination that uh, that Montez had, I believe he pinned Damian Priest. Priest. Yeah. Um. So big, 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 big shock there. Um. How did you feel about? I think the only kind of gray spot that I might have in the elimination, the men's elimination chamber was the end. The end was, um, I would have preferred them to find another way to get Logan Paul in there because if not for that, what is Logan Paul doing there? Like what's his chance to call Seth Rollins? He doesn't have one. Like he literally has to hope that there is an elimination or an injury bad enough where the gate gets open for a prolonged period of time. That was right. the only the only thing that bothered me about that. Like, right. It was at first I thought that it was very like I thought it might have been real. Like cuz mm-hmm. it's Montez. Montez is a fantastic seller. Mm-hmm. And we took then, it like, like that too. <laughs> as soon as I saw him like sit. Mm-hmm. I'm like okay. Angle they're alert. holding the ga- and they're and they immediately cut the camera away from everything going on, mm-hmm. and it's very hard camera angle the opposite direction. Yeah. My WWE brain goes, "Uh oh, somebody's coming." Yeah, and they should have done that a lot sooner because how did Logan Paul know that Seth Rollins was was going to be there till the end? Right, Seth could have easily been eliminated earlier. Right. So to me, do that one, do that one first. Right. And then find a way, have Seth find or have Logan find a way to sneak his way out mm-hmm. of the chamber. Yeah. You know, six of one, half dozen of another, you know, yeah, he's got all his little podcast goonies. Like, why not use them to like clip the chain or something? You know, I don't, I don't know. trust any of them. Jabron's. I don't trust either, but nope. Um, is the mixed tag match worth really talking about? I thought it rocked. I thought it was I, great. It, um, this is, I feel like we're starting to say this every, uh, every episode, but like this might've been Rhea Ripley's best showing. Finn Balor looked like a million bucks too, for being a guy who just got bumped around by Beth Phoenix all night. This might be Edge's best match since the comeback. Because he didn't do much because the whole match was Rhea Ripley and Beth Phoenix. This might be the best that Beth Phoenix has looked. Because she was in there with Rhea Ripley and she had bump god Finn Balor going off and doing everything. I think everybody looked the best that they've looked. Everybody was awesome this match. Um, This rocked. Uh, Beth and Rhea gave me energy with, uh, with the clothesline spot. That was fantastic. Oh, my paying God. It, paying it off at the very end of the match with the double clothesline where they both bump. Uh, Dom Mysterio was awesome in this, too. Um, 
a little early, a little late on a couple cues, it seemed like. But <sighs> yeah, I think that's like a big it's it's still must watch, but it's a ding for me. Like there are two there are two points in that match where instead of just fixing it, they let it fall and fail. And maybe some of that's like for Dom to sit with at this point. Well, one isn't Dom's fault. Oh. One's not Dom's fault. Which spot was that? The late the late save on the the brass knucks pin. Oh, I didn't care about that. Edge kicked out. No, he didn't. The count, the count. He did. He got a shoulder up. No, he didn't. He got a shoulder up. The count no. was the count. He got a shoulder up. The ref pulled the count. Edge got a shoulder up. That didn't bother me at all. I, it, it bothered me. I think we. I think we. We saw two different things. It didn't bother me at all. That it bothered me a little bit. Okay. Um, I have to go back and look to see if he actually kicked out. If he kicked out, I'm less. I I give less cares about it. But uh, and that again, it's a nitpick. It's my flavor, like you know. But um, yeah, Dom just kind of being lost in the headlights a little bit in a couple of places, um, but easily fixable. Like even with all of that said, still a fantastic match. Absolutely. I love, I love the whole thing. But Absolutely. Snafus aside, yeah, I'm- it's not ballet, Michael. I'm interested. I uh, can't. Yeah, they got me interested in what Edge is going to do at WrestleMania. Um, I ask that question a lot. Yeah. Well, we already know we we know what Edge is going to do tomorrow. Uh, what's that? So, the Elimination Chamber press conference happens right as we're doing this. Uh huh. Austin Theory was the first person on the press conference. And he opened a U.S. Open challenge to which Edge was like, well, it's in Ottawa and I haven't wrestled in Ottawa in like 10 years. And he's a John Cena fan, which means he has absolutely no taste. So (laughs) I'm going to go beat him up for the title. So if if we don't get theory Cena at Mania and we get theory Edge. Maybe. That'd be good. I mean, it's definitely something for theory. I'll say Edge has been on a mission to, I believe, to unlock that next level for guys. <laughs> um, he is a facsimile of the skeleton key known <laughs> as his brother, Christian Cage. He ain't no Christian Cage. He's a he is he is not the master key. He's the key, the copy. He's the copy of the key of the key that has etched on it. Do not replicate. I thought he got a little extra out of Rollins in their program. I thought uh, he's really he's uh, I thought he's really got a lot out of Balor uh, in the Judgment Day out of this program. Like this is the most I've enjoyed Finn Balor. Um. And that's two matches now with Edge that I think have been my favorite Finn Balor showings. Right. I think that there's I think there's room for it. I'm curious to see where WrestleMania goes. Absolutely. Uh, 
It's a very long, long road. Um, now we get to the grand, uh, the granddaddy of them all. The, uh, the national boy, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. And if you guys have been listening to viewers choice, you know that Marcus and I have literally been like singing the praises of the tribal chief. And like, I specifically have said that Roman Reigns is the greatest WWE superstar of all time. I have said on multiple occasions that he should never lose the title. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the last 24 hours has happened since then. (laughs) And I felt tonight was the night. Mm -hmm. You can fix anything after the fact. Mm -hmm. If Roman's got to be the champion going into WrestleMania and he's got if, if, if the plan is Roman's champion going in. Who cares if there's a blip in the radar? Mm -hmm. This was special. It was electric. And I got everything I needed to know after the one, two, three. Mm. When, and I want to hear it from Aaron. You could hear a pin drop in a crowd that you couldn't hear yourself thinking for 30 minutes before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> if that's a desired reaction. If you want big, loud dueling chance of F you Roman and ole, ole, ole. And then one, two, three, and the lights go out in Montreal. And everybody's power goes out. And like, not even really when Kevin Owens shows up, Mm -hmm. power comes back on a little bit. But not like it was. Right. And to me, you give Sammy that moment in Montreal. And even if you snatch it all away on Friday night on SmackDown. And Roman just takes him back. And like, there's something to be said about home field advantage, right? So we're on a similar wavelength. Really? What I thought they should have done. If the plan is the plan and Roman has to have both belts going into WrestleMania. I would have done. Sammy hits the kick. Roman falls down. Sammy hooks the leg. One, two, three. I would have just a little bit. The toe. You know when Kevin Durant shot that three-pointer and gave seven against the Bucks? Yeah. <laughs> I would have had the toe on the line. Ever so slightly, would I, I would have had Roman Reigns' foot underneath the bottom rope. And right. I would have Paul Heyman violent injunction on the match on SmackDown or whatever. And I would reverse the decision on SmackDown or the next week SmackDown to make it a little bit more episodic. I wouldn't hold the title up. I would say, okay, you get the great moment in Montreal. Unfortunately, it is taken away, but I mean, that's a dusty finish. It's, it's what it's there for, but you now get injected into the WrestleMania main event. Mm hmm. 
Because now I thought that you were I, I thought coming out of this match, you were going to have two doors to go down. Door A is Sami Zayn is in the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And door B is Sammy and Kevin versus the Usos at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even know what we're doing. I'm clueless. It seems like there is a door C and a door D and we don't know uh, what those are. Right. Uh, and, and I don't want door C. I don't want door D. Right. I kind of don't want door B. I absolutely need door A. And I need door A because of what happened on Monday night on Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sami Zayn got a big boost off the Nightmare Narcotic on Monday. I don't know if it went that way. <laughs> um, I don't think that it would. I think that Monday night set up Friday night, Friday night set up Saturday. Uh, I think that Sami Zayn got the boost from Cody, which was really just a way to give Cody the boost by giving Sammy the boost. It's a, I mean, it's a double boost. It's a, it's a double boost, but it's not an even double boost. Yes, obviously Cody gave Sammy the juice. Did you see the Royal Rumble? We watched. We talked yeah, about the Royal who Rumble. Was we watched the who was who pointing at the sign? Who was pointing at the sign? Who closed the show? That was because Cody went on first. What was the highlight of the show? Roman Reigns standing tall over the the bloodline, the bloodline being together, and Jim, Jay Uso walking away. I don't think that's right, Mister Tim. I think I it do. was Sami Zayn cracking Roman Reigns with the chair and the reaction that and got. Like what happened? Like the next eight minutes after that. Wonderful sports entertainment. Sam, uh, Sami Zayn getting murked. Something that your nightmare narcotic will not provide. Yeah, I'm he okay. Will. Yeah, I'm he okay. will. So this is my hot take. I am okay. By the way, this is must watch. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> I am okay. actually love Roman winning. But he has to win at WrestleMania too. Because there now is. Now he has to. There is not a chance that Cody Rhodes gets a fraction of the reaction that Sami Zayn got tonight. And that's not just because tonight was in Montreal. It was turned up to 150 because it was in Montreal, but I think you put that match tonight in just about any other arena in the country, and it's like a 95, 100 out of 100. If WrestleMania were in Texas, I'd have a different story. Well, Cody Rose tries being like The Rock. He's from everywhere. Oh, my dad's from, my dad's from Texas, so I'm from Texas. But uh started the wrestling company of Florida. I'm from Florida. Oh, but I'm actually really from Georgia. I'm, I'm from Georgia. It's where I went to school. Oh, my dad wrestled in in, in New York, so I'm kind of from New York because he he's, he did a couple spots for. He's senior. from he's from Rhodes Country. He tries being from everywhere, like the he's Rock. Fro- it's Rhodes Country, man. Yeah, like it's okay. New Flair Country. Um. But it's this isn't about Cody Rhodes right now. Um, I was very I'm very thankful that WWE reached out to their uh, U.S. Canadian consulate member 
Ariel Hawani for working the passport issues out for Jimmy and Jay. A mm-hmm. uh, little drug charge here and there, a little DUI here and there, off the record, expunged, whatever, legalize it, hashtag send it. Uh, it's good to see that they were able to make it. Mm-hmm. I think that them being here was a big shock and added to it. Um, uh, hindsight being 2020 and being a captive or the moment, I feel like the, the extra booking, did it feel sort of flat to you? With I the felt Jimmy like and Jay, the Jimmy they, and Jay impact because nothing was advanced. It was right. a continuation of what we saw at the Rumble that Jimmy's with with Roman, and that Jay seems to still be Switzerland. Right, like I and I understand and, Sammy Spears Jay, mm-hmm. but that was because Jay was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And Jay was caught in his feelings like Sammy was the month prior. Mm-hmm. So I I hope was, that this... I it hope was just it, more of what we already know. Right. And it doesn't give me more. But also, too, and it doesn't give me... It also doesn't give me enough to want more. Right, like, to like me, there wasn't if, there wasn't anything on the hook to hook me in, mm-hmm. and that's probably because Sammy lost too. Right, if Sammy is going to lose, then give me some more storyline advancement coming out of this. Couldn't even get like the Owens and Zayn hug. Like we didn't get that. We didn't get. We didn't get. You would would have been even better. Is like. And uh, not not trying to fantasy book, but I would have loved to have seen Jimmy and Jay have a face off, mm-hmm. not Jay and Roman, because everybody knows there's contention there. Mm-hmm. But like, if Jay cuts off Jimmy from beating up Sammy, and like the same thing, except it's not Roman; it's Jay is standing in front of Sammy for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have more questions. Yeah. Instead of Jay sliding in and being the human wall between Roman and Sammy. Um, but it's a small nitpick. The match is fantastic. The entire first like four minutes of the match, they are doing nothing. Oh, it's so beautiful. Literal nothing. It's awesome. And it's beautiful. And when it starts to die down, Sammy takes one step. And they go right back at it for about another two to three minutes. And then you start to match off with a strong collar and elbow tie-up and a headlock and a shoulder tackle. Oh, beautiful. And you just settle in, baby. Beautiful. Yeah, this uh, – yeah, for, if uh, I know we usually don't do uh, star ratings here, but this is a no-doubter five for me. Roman Reigns has perfected the WWE spectacle main event. Mm-hmm. It is it is Roman Reigns' match style. Yeah. He is it is him. I think part of it is Paul Heyman as well. I'd like to give credit where credit is due to the wise man. But also 
Roman is king. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the god of this. And I just can't wait for WrestleMania. Like, even if it's him and Cody one-on-one, you know Cody can, like, bring it. Yeah. Cody will bring it. I agree. And Cody does spectacle rather well. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that. I'm just saying, it feels like tonight was WrestleMania, man. That's all I'm saying. It did feel very much like WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania you, ain't going to feel like tonight, is it? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, it's not because it's two nights instead of one night. Both nights combined won't feel like this. Because it's Montreal. It, Marcus, WWE was in Bizarro Land tonight. Oh, that's it. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a it's a WWE bingo card. Oh, WWE in Canada's Bizarro Land, where we cheer the heels and boo the baby faces. No, they just remember that. Sh- remember that crap they tried to tell us in like the in the mid twenty t- tens. Uh, no, it's just they cheer what's good and they boo what's bad. <laughs> they boo the they boo the baby faces and they cheer the heels. Pro wrestling. They cheer Bret Hart. Of course they did. Uh, So, with all that said, who's our MVP of the night? Um, Honorable mention to Sami Zayn's wife. Getting a kiss on the mouth on national television. She was great. She was great. She was fantastic. Yes. Um, MVP. That, um, it seems like a no-doubter is Sami Zayn. Um, but Roman Reigns was also in his bag on this night, man. Um, gotta give it to Sammy. I think my vote, um, it's just his night, man. It was his night. Um, time will tell if he should have went over. Um, and I think it'll tell in the next, uh, what do we got? 60 days or so, a little less. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think it goes to Sami Zayn. I think tonight was uh, a perfect game for him, um, as far as just showing how great of a babyface he is. One of the best in company history. Um, one of the best in wrestling history. Uh, he is fantastic as a babyface, and uh, tonight was his night. Yeah, I, I gotta go with Sami Zayn too. Um, I would even give a little bit of a nod to. Jay Uso. Uh his minutes were very minimal, but he maximized his screen time. Mm. Uh I was I didn't think I was going to be more captivated into this matchup until Jay showed up. Yeah. And then literally I was on the edge of the couch throughout that entire segment. Oh man. Until Jay got hit with the spear. Man, when Roman had his back turned, I was like, he's not going to fall for this a third time. Is yes, he? <laughs> in my head, I'm like, as, as Jimmy's got the chair, I'm like, Roman, hit him in the face. Roman, hit him in the face. What are you doing? Yeah, and he does uh, after he takes the chair. So, like, he realizes, okay, cool. I've handed you the gun. You didn't shoot the gun. I'm going to take the gun now. And now I'm going to pie face you for being an idiot and not shooting. And the thing about Roman possibly like putting himself in position to fall for it a third time it's not stupidity 
like we typically it's see in hubris. WWE characters. It, right. It's his pride. It's his hubris being like, he won't stab me in the back. I will give him my back. He won't stab me in the back. Okay. He's taking a little too long. Is he about to stab me in the back? My back is a little tender. <laughs> I, I've, I was porous a couple of days, a couple of weeks ago. I was, I was totally stabbed. <laughs> um, but Sami Zayn, absolutely the MVP. Let us know what you think in the comments on NorthSouthConnection.com uh, or on the Podbean site. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at T&M Shows. It's your home for this uh, podcast that's not the North-South Connection, as well as uh, our other podcast, Final Wrestling Place. Uh, where Marcus and I go through the nouns of professional wrestling and put them uh, put them in either the good place or the bad place. We've been talking about wrestling couples for a while, um, but you can absolutely catch me on every other episode of No Holds Barred. Now I'm the draft czar for JT and Aaron's draft day episodes, and you can always catch Marcus over at WWE War uh, every other Thursday. Thursdays now Thursdays pal man I gotta always change my schedule I'm erasing days and moving days around but things are always shaking up you can always get everything you need over on northsouthconnection.com uh, that is the spot uh, if you want to follow us on social media you can at not the tool man for me the wrestling speakeasy for Marcus if you know you know um, we will be back here in like a couple of weeks because we've got AEW Revolution. Oh, boy. Our evolution. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, man. I If it was a Saturday, cool. Nah, man, I got work. <laughs> I got stuff and oh, things. Oh, man, I got a plan to uh, come into work late that day. Because, whoo, boy. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, uh, the, the baby's not feeling very good. I got to <laughs> stay home and watch the baby. It's me. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. <laughs> I'm the baby. It's me. I'm That's right. Uh, but uh, we will see you back here for our evolution, uh, AEW Revolution. We will be back here for WrestleMania. And always remember, no matter what we say, whether you agree or disagree, the choice is yours. Yeah.